Several years ago, my wife and my daughter and I were packing up our house in Denver to move across the country to come out to Wisconsin. And my daughter at the time was nine months old, and nine-month-old babies are adorable and wonderful and really bring an incredible amount of joy to the world, but they suck at packing. Like they're really not helpful for that process. Lydia had just started to really move around and pull herself up on things, which meant she wanted to do nothing but climb in and out of all the boxes and take things out that I had just carefully placed right in there and wrap herself up and bubble wrap and attempt to eat styrofoam packing peanuts. It was a total mess. Add to that that she was totally terrified, absolutely inconsolably terrified by the sound of packaging tape being ripped off a roll. All of that combined meant that she was not helping us at all in the process of getting ready to move. And so we decided to ship her and my wife across the country ahead, and I stayed behind to pack the rest of the house up by myself. I was a fairly new dad, and I loved being a father, and I loved that little girl, and every day she was doing something new or looked different than the day before, you know, those first several months of a child's life, and so I really, really missed having her around. I'd seen her every day since she was born, and so we decided to use the wonders of modern technology to Skype with one another when they were out here in Wisconsin, and I was back in Denver, so that at least we could see each other's faces. It sounded like a great idea. It was not. I mean, it was fun to see her, and, and, and when she saw me, her face lit up. She got this huge smile. She knew it was daddy. But then things took a real bad turn, because she was totally confused about why she could see me and hear my voice, but I wasn't there. She kept pawing at the computer screen and trying to crawl behind it to see where Daddy was hiding. It was, it was so weird. And she just started crying because she couldn't understand what was happening. And things went from bad to worse so quickly that we just shut it down and decided I'd just get to packing as quickly as possible so that we could see each other in the flesh. And that, that is the miracle and the wonder of Christmas. And that's what this day is all about. It's about a God who was not content to be heard in voice alone, just words sprinkled here and there throughout the ages. A God who was not content even to to appear in image or icon, but indeed a God who understands that in order to love the world back to life, love is an embodied thing. Love is shared in the flesh. Love is an embrace. It's holding and being held. It's close enough to touch, to wipe tears from one's face. Love is an embodied thing. God didn't just send an email or a text. God didn't just shout across the heavens, instructions, or even words of promise and hope, but rather God knew that for us to know deeply in our flesh God's love for us, God had to come close enough to be held, to be tasted, to be seen, to be close enough to go with us everywhere we go. 
Now, when Lydia was a, a baby and then her younger brother three years later, we discovered that, that when they start moving around, they have this incredible gift. And that gift is that they can see and find and go directly toward the most dangerous and dirty thing in the room. It's a gift they have. And that, too, is the miracle of Christmas. You see, it's really great news that God shows up to be really here among us so that we might feel in our own bones and our own flesh and blood the body and blood of Jesus, the presence of God's own love and life. That's great, but it also means that God is close enough to see and touch all the nasty stuff too. God sees all the dirty and the dangerous in our world and in our lives and goes right there. That's the trick with light, right? He is the true light that comes into the world and enlightens all things. And light is great. Light helps you see where you're going. Light helps you identify things that might be in your way. Light is a wonderful thing. But if you've ever woken up after hosting a party or, you know, the kids were all over the night before tearing open uh, Christmas presents and you flip on the lights in the morning... You can see the wine stains in the carpet and you can see the pile of dishes yet to be done and it would be great to just turn off the light and go back to sleep. But you can't. Not forever. And that too is the gift and challenge of Christmas. That when God shows up, God reveals, enlightens and points out all that is not right with us and with the world. And once you see it, you can't just pretend it's not there anymore. And yet God is close enough to show it to us, and also close enough to help us piece the world and our lives back together, too. And that's what happens in this place at this table where God shows up in the flesh in an embodied love that holds us together, that that wraps itself around us to keep us warm, to keep us held in one place, and also moves with us, goes with us into the world to all the danger and all the dirt so that the world might be loved back to life. This morning I was clicking through Facebook while I was waiting for all of you to show up. And I I read a story that a friend of mine had shared. It was a a column in the New York Times. It's this beautiful, beautiful column that explores the revolutionary meaning of Christmas. And I I, I enjoyed reading it, and I wanted to share it with people, so I clicked share, and I shared it on my Facebook page. And I added a little note to it that said, you know, if you read this story, then you don't have to come to church this morning. Because, you know... You'll get it. Except you won't. Because the thing about God, the thing about God being here in the flesh, is that it can't be shared virtually. That's the genius of the Christian tradition, of Christian worship, of the Christian story, of God come near, is that you can't share bread and wine by text message. You have to gather at the table. You have to gather with these 
dirty, dangerous, broken, beautiful people and be fed, truly fed, by the one who was not content to simply be seen and heard, but the one who longs to truly, fully be present, God with us, for you and for all. And thanks be to God for that. Amen.